bulge. What is going on, guys? Hello. Welcome back to the Headless Chicken Podcast. I'm your host, Pasty Mamba, or James, co-hosting with me as always, Lord Rooster. Hello. And we got a special guest coming in from uh, locations unbeknownst to the common populace. Blue Milk, how you doing? Pretty good. It's pretty rainy right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's another hint to the... the Another yeah. hint to the old blue milk scavenger yeah, hunt. So, yeah, giving out some more hints for the audience. Yeah. Nice. Super rainy. <laughs> All right. Um, we don't have that many little bits this time, unfortunately. The last couple episodes we've had like 20 little bits. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're all pretty good, I think. So the first one is uh, that The Last of Us show has officially been greenlit um, at yeah. HBO, um, yeah, which okay. is cool. Like, the fact that it's at HBO makes me like it, because that means it's going to have a dope budget. The effects are going to be dope. So, like, an HBO zombie show. That sounds awesome. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That could be cool. Yeah. Yeah. The um, the games, well, the first game, at least, is unanimously beloved. Yeah. Um, specifically for its, like, amazing story and all that. So. Yeah. Is that the one that has, that has Ellen Page? That looks like Ellen Page? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I haven't actually played the game, <laughs> but I've heard <laughs> I've heard it's really good. So awesome. I did. That's just not my type of video game gameplay wise. But um, next up, we got uh, that Thor: Love and Thunder is kind of turning out to have like an Avengers Five kind of vibe because of the like wild cast that they have. Like obviously Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt is in it. Um, what's it? What's her face? Natalie Portman, and then Christian Bale is like the villain. Oh really? So, yeah. So um, that just gets me more hyped. We saw I think Chris Hemsworth tweeted out or put on his Instagram a picture of him working out for Thor, and he just like got the biggest biceps ever. Like Henry Cavill sized biceps. Oh, is that what, what that was for? Was for Thor? Yeah, I think so. Who's Christian Bale playing? I don't. We don't know, hmm. or I don't know at least. Right. But is that the news? What was the news for this? Uh, <laughs> just kind of like just that there's a rumor. Yeah, just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That there's a, there's a rumor going round. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that uh. Thor is turning into Civil War. Yeah. Basically. Thor is yeah. turning into Henry Cavill. Another <laughs> Avengers movie. Another Avengers movie, but it's, it's going to turn out to be like movie. big, basically. Huge cast. Really? Um, next up, we got Deadpool 3 is officially in development, and it's mm. being written by. There's like these two sisters that write for Bob's Burgers, I think. Oh. Um, okay. And they're Weird. writing it. Yeah. Interesting right. pick. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I was on Twitter and I think I felt I think Ryan Reynolds posted a picture of just Bob Bob from Bob's Burgers <laughs> and I was like what? <laughs> I don't I, I don't hate it but I'm not Yeah. I, I don't know. It's weird. I'm it's just, a weird one. <laughs> it's cool to hear that it's but that it's actually officially in development though. Um I mean I like I'm Bob's Burgers. I like Whenever both I've seen it, I like it's Bob's been Burgers. Funny. Yeah. So that so. that's good. It should be good. And then um is it going to be rated but the the thing is, is it going to be rated R? Because it's under Disney now. Remember that? I was, saw that, there's that whole controversy. Right? I saw something or from my sor- from my primary source. It just said that it's expected to be rated R. Yeah. 
So I would think so. I never thought it would, Disney would like, be like because that's essentially they're essentially censoring, like, like in a way, kind of because you know how it's like oh you can't sew the mouth of the of dead you can't sew Deadpool's mouth shut. Censoring him mm-hmm. is kind of a, suppressing him. That's just not like true to the uh, character. They can still make it funny though. Yeah, they can but, just bleep him out and then you know well, we talked about this before. Well, eventually they're going to d- have to do that, right? They'll just they'll yeah, put him in one of these in the team yeah. movies, yeah. Put him in one of these Avengers movies and make it somehow just like Cartman in the South Park movie where he couldn't curse or else he would get like electroshocked. Yeah. Same with Deadpool. <laughs> have that have there be some sort of thing where Deadpool can't cuss for some reason. Yeah. And because it's Deadpool you can do that. And yeah. it'll still be funny. It'll be dope. Yeah. yeah, it'll still be funny, yeah. Because that eventually needs to happen, right? Maybe after yeah, this. I need to see Spider-Man and Deadpool together. Yeah, maybe Dare- after yeah, the success of uh, Deadpool 3. Or could Deadpool 3 start that start that process it, it, I th- of it, bringing in maybe a little Spidey cameo? Maybe not a, some, nothing big. He but. might have a cameo in Spidey or uh, Doctor Strange. Hmm. Those are both dealing uh, with... Think- L- uh, I would um, I would not be surprised if he made a cameo on Doctor Strange, and also the Doctor Strange Deadpool pairing it would be incredible. No. By yeah, the way. <laughs> yeah. Although I feel like Deadpool would do pretty good with everyone, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, Deadpool. Can, just awesome. about yeah. Ryan Reynolds can True. bounce off anyone. Um, and then last, uh, lastly on the little bits, um, we do you, got, well, hold on. Do you, do you think they'll ever bring back Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman? I saw that floating around they again of they them, offered. like, kind of like yeah. offering, I like, and I know he I said they, no, they, I, but I'm sure they're offering a gag though for him. So. Yeah, it'd have to. And be, then what if it's me. something that's not that long, you know, like, Hey, you, it's not a whole movie. You could be in and out. You don't have to train as crazily as you used to. You know I don't know yeah. if he did say no. Did he say no? I just well, know. He's I just retired. know before he said he's definitively yeah. retired the character. However, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it just seems like you never it just know. seems like you know the like before I could see where people would be like, no, nah, things are retired. But well, all of a sudden, when things start happening and going like, wow, this could actually happen, you know, it kind of change the hype can kind of change it, you know, yeah. ch- and maybe change his idea like. Never say never, I guess. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. No, right. that's what I'm yeah. saying, too, especially if yeah. they're offering him, you know. Yeah, the bag that they well, that... I, I'm not sure what's more important, the bag or not having to work out, like, crazily like he used to. If they can yeah, convince true. him of that, like, look, dude, it's not, you know, going to be, like, you're going to be well, shirt, he would shirtless be old man. <laughs> or whatever. Be old yeah, man exactly. Man. You'd be so old he'd man. Be, he'd be able to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But even, even less work than the other Wolverine movie. Like, hey... We'll put you in layers. You don't even got to look ripped. Just be you, you know? <laughs> Try to make it as easy on him as possible to bring him back. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. And then throw him, like, $100 and million. He'll, <laughs> still, he'll still get ripped. Yeah, he probably would. Because it's Hugh Jackman. He'll be like, I mean, oh, yeah. Then, then they'd throw it to Reynolds and go, like, okay, now it's up to you to taunt him into getting ripped. <laughs> and he'll be yeah. like, oh, Reynolds through Instagram, no problem. Yeah. So then um, it'll be on. Man. It's, it's, done. <laughs> it's done and done. Yeah. <laughs> um, lastly, we have Robert England has been cast as a convicted murderer in Stranger Things season four. Yeah. Um, so I need to talk about this because yeah, IGN. I was scrolling on Twitter and I'm calling out IGN for this bullcrap. IGN dude literally said Freddy Krueger is in oh, Stranger geez. Things season four, yeah. and I was like, I was like. 
what? Dude, <laughs> like, I don't know. Nah. Right yeah. Like, that would be incredible. Like, Stranger th- it seems like a match made in heaven. And then I read it, and it was just Robert England. I was like, right. dude, come yeah, on, that's dude. that Dude, IGN, first off, uh, I haven't trusted IGN. No one should be trusting IGN with anything. Apparently, yeah, even their headlines. I don't know, man. Um, I think it's a pretty genius headline. I don't know, man. Guess, cause, I mean, guess they, who's got clicking. The cl- they got the click. Guess yeah. who's clicking in there. <laughs> yeah, and it's not entirely clicks. a lie. You know, he is Freddy. I, I mean, he could <laughs> he could be Freddy in it. Maybe they struck so, a deal, but yeah. But um, he is a convicted. convicted I do murderer. like that. Yeah, I like, that. I like the casting yeah, at least because it's still is the type of show that would go. Yeah, he's like uh, Frederick Ruger. Just be like, yep, and he kills kids yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, Frederick Krieger, not Kruger, yeah, bro. Well, they're the type of show that would do something like yeah, that. So. But I, even the idea of him, because obviously that's the whole, probably going to be the whole shtick of it is he's like similar to Freddy Krueger in the in the show. <laughs> Obviously, that's the vibe they're probably going to be going for, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's a perfect pairing for Stranger Things. But, yeah, well, you know what's good is that they're um, they're adding another layer to Stranger Things because most of the time the human characters are kind of the lamest, like the human mm-hmm. villains. It's more about the monsters and everything. So now they're kind of getting a pretty awesome actor who could probably play a super good villain on top of all the alien stuff going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And he so should be pretty dope. And he's for this upcoming season or the following this, season, this upcoming season, they season still, four. They're, they're planning to do two seasons at this point, right? Yeah. This, they changed yeah, their mind so. and they're not doing just one. They're not going to finish with just one more. They're doing two more, right? Yeah. They, yeah. They said. they said season four is not the end. Okay. And so and, he's supposed and he's to be cast a, upcoming in season one, four, yeah. which is filming now, I believe filming or they may have finished filming something oh. like that but he was just cast but they're still but oh yeah i guess they have <laughs> finished right, filming they're done filming hmm. yeah though. they yeah, resumed some, filming is what it probably was holes in, <laughs> holes in your story yeah, sir it, it probably is they reason yeah that's probably what it is yeah okay all right yeah. cool but yeah that's all the little and bits Ro- robert england sweet i like it yeah, yeah i like it bring robert england back into the spotlight man more spotlight on freddie try to time to bring back freddie yeah exactly old man freddie how about that man <laughs> <laughs> Where's the old man Freddy? He's like uh, got a cane. <laughs> yeah, or a wheelchair. Freddy in a wheelchair would be. Scary. He's in that wheelchair that he that he that created, he created yeah. the knives wheelchair or whatever, and, and it can go super fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's it for a little bit. Uh, not much this not week. Not much this week. Yeah, Jeez. very little um, news really. Luckily, James the people don't rely weird, on me for that. Casting news. Yeah, yeah. There's less casting news and all that. Yeah, Batman James, hasn't really done do anything. You have, do you have an update on the Avengers video game, bro? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. How much yeah. money they've lost yeah. or whatever. That was a ridiculous amount, but yeah. So whatevs. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, Anyways. I guess we'll, we'll have time to go straight into Mando. Yeah, and talk um, about it forever. Jump into Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, since apparently this is a weekly Mando podcast it, now. I mean, it is while the <laughs> show's going on. <laughs> So, um, well, I mean, dude, we are the the official Star Wars podcast. Yeah, Star Wars and Batman. Yeah, officially, allegedly, officially. Yeah. So, do you even do it? You at least put time codes in the description. No, you don't. People have to sit through Mando in order to get to the main feature. (laughs) Sweet. Oh, what John Carpenter? Whoa. 
No, no, no. I think most people are here for Amanda because it's oh. more recent. And then we rope them in, and then oh. they listen to us ah. talk about movies that came out 50 yeah. years ago. Exactly. <laughs> so, Fair point. So Fair anyone point. listening, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Fair point. Which side are you yeah. on? Did we rope you in, or is it the other way where we lost you? You know, yeah. Comment in the okay. description. So what was your what, what are your guys' initial thoughts on this, just baseline? Um, on this episode, I liked it. I liked. Now I know we just watched it two days ago, <laughs> but remind me what happened. In right, so, this, so this is the one where this is the one where they four. are calling okay, it so, a filler. Right? I called it. I straight called it. By the way, the spaceship having to go get fixed so they can fit in another filler episode before they actually yeah. continue a story. Yeah. Was it not was too it difficult a of a call? But this yeah. A filler episode. Were we joking but, last week about how they're calling this one the filler episode? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so it's like soups filler. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, mm. it's like, um, I I like the episode though. Still. Yeah, I liked. Uh, it's a good filler episode. Yeah, it's it was filler, but filler it it soup. felt it was filler, but it like took. It created new um or added upon other like storylines that are going on. Specifically yeah, with Moff Gideon and stuff. Everyone. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But also, um, I do, I mean, I have some criticism, but I have a lot of good things, too. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. So Unexpected. Yoda, okay, real quick. Yoda's a straight bully in this episode. Straight stealing a kid's <laughs> lunch and she, by the way. Yeah, like, kind of. Yoda is becoming more and more of a bully, like, every episode. Which I, I I just took I noticed that right away, but um, probably taking from what, his uh, his f- uh, adopted father, <laughs> who right. is probably doing all that stuff all the time. What do you What do you guys think about the main stars of this episode? Um. Oh, uh, you mean the yeah. Carl Weathers, not, Carl Weathers, <laughs> Carl Weathers, who directed. Yeah, we, we um, yeah by the way, Carl... that was ridiculous. Carl Weathers definitely gave himself some screen time, bro. <laughs> Carl Weathers <laughs> directing, so you know he's stuff. getting some screen time. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I and thought it was. Quips. I thought it was fine. I, I don't really care Dude, that about. That blue guy got to go though. <laughs> the blue guy was. I yeah. I expect he kind of stayed all around for longer than that like i kind of expected him to just straight up die Dude, in the lava like, why or something. is this guy coming with him i so, was so confused by that i was like who how did this guy earn anyone's trust so the story is what this well, ragtag group has to so, yeah, the story once is, again a ragtag group get, has to go somewhere um, to stop has to get his ship fixed so he goes to this um old planet that he used to be at with carl yeah Weathers, Navarro, right. girl and Somehow that guy managed to find his way there, the guy that he already caught. Blue Gills. Well, he was right. already a yeah, prisoner. After, uh, what? He was already a prisoner, and he's now he's oh. currently working off his, like, four his life death. sentences. Yeah. Working and for so, Lando. Or not Lando, Apollo Creed. <laughs> so they, they decide that they need Mando's help while the ship's getting fixed. They want to infiltrate this old Imperial base, mm-hmm. destroy right. it. Because it it's like some, the last connection. It weapons or something. Right. It's like the last and, connection um, to the Empire before they become like a fully right. free world, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, it's not, so it's not bad. 
Yeah, and but so it is the same for some format. Reason, yeah, criminal format. bluegills gets tagged along. I right. have no idea why that happened. Well, they kind of just had him doing all the BS work. Yeah, all the Charlie like, work. Like he'd be like, oh, "Man, do I have to go? There's not even a guardrail. Like there's lava right there." And Landa, or I mean, uh, Apollo Creed is just like, "Hey, you, you want to get twelve life sentences back up on your on your debt?" <laughs> Well, I'll yes, toss you yes, in the lava if you yes, don't do speaking it. Of bullying. I think he was supposed to be there for like comic relief, but yeah, probably. none of it landed. Like, he was, I mean, dude. yeah, he was like, he was kind. Of, it's kind of like, oh, whatever, a little bit. But I he, know, I think he fine. overstays his welcome a little bit. It yeah, was and I was wondering, like, is he just a good hacker? Like, what's his purpose? And then I started to realize that no, no he's doing stuff that Luke did, like three months after leaving Tatooine, bro. Like. This is nothing. To yeah, him. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was fine with him coming around, just like, just cause. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't really care. I didn't really care that much, but yeah, yeah. yeah well, same here. I I didn't mind it because I thought this was all around a good filler episode, mm-hmm. but yeah, still filler, which is kind of annoying. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, uh, do you guys think they're setting up Rise of Skywalker? I think um, they're. I don't know if they're necessarily. I guess it would be. I think it's more of the sequel trilogy overall. Dude, what if what if what's his fate? What if Baby Yoda dies at the end of the series so that Palpatine gets remade? Uh, yeah, like this is because I saw a video. I, I watch a video um, like every week. These these dudes break down frame by frame the Easter eggs of each episode, and they were talking about how. It's kind of like how um, Dave Filoni actually made, you know, filled in the gap between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. and almost and enhanced the prequel trilogy just by, by yeah. you know, go um, going deeper into that whole era, and it mm-hmm. kind of feels like he's doing a similar thing with this, kind of helping out so, with the sequel trilogy. That so was, which I thought was fine. So yeah, tell the audience cool. what you're talking about. You're talking about we came across There's this room. S- or yeah, something. a room full of clones and stuff. And what appeared to be quick, clones. Might be, a nitpick, might be a nitpick, but, dude, the, the guy was like, destroy everything. And so he shoots it all, and then Blue Gills just walks over there and goes, tack, 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 and then it's back <laughs> up, and everything's pulled up. I was like, why are you shooting the machine if it's not even going to do anything? Well, they awesome. probably just got everything except the convenient um, you know, hologram <laughs> message. That's, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I was like, yeah. typical Mandalorian bullcrap, bro. Yeah, but basically, they're infiltrating this, um, yeah. what what they think is like a, a weapons kind of uh, facility, Base, but yeah. it turns out there's like a lab in there um, with a bunch of uh, humanoid figures, I guess, inside a bunch of uh, back-to-tanks or whatever. Yeah, we couldn't tell what they were, but um, they, they looked yeah, kind of like they could have some been people, some Snope-ism. Yes, been some people think that one of them specifically and, looks a lot like Snoke. Or Snoke. Um, Snoke, yeah. Snope. <laughs> yeah, not snope yeah. But then um, uh, the Emperor immediately came to my mind, but because yeah, so weren't yeah. there some... I don't know, but I think I'm, I got him and Snoke yeah. confused. But it was just a bunch of kind of figures in these yeah. back-to-tanks, and there's a message that pulls up a hollow message um and it's the i don't know if you remember him it's like the doctor guy from the beginning of the series that mm-hmm. was working with um 
you know, that one German Imperial guy from, I, yeah, he was, I, he was messing with baby Yoda in a lab and stuff. I barely yeah, remember, I remember what happened in anyway. these episodes we just watched. So of course I remember him from episode one. He ba- basically, he's the guy that extracted some blood from baby Yoda at the beginning of the series. chlorines, you mean? Um, yeah. And that's all I'm interested of, in. Speaking of, he mentions, uh, something about like, we don't think we'll find a donor with a higher M count than, mm, you know, the one we already have. Already know. And how they, the, he, the person, whatever they're doing, is unlikely to survive without a higher dosage from the original donor, which is Baby Yoda. Um, yeah. So obviously they dropped the M. So what does that the mean? Higher the dosage. Count. Does that mean that I think it's more count. blood samples, more, more. But are they sa- are they putting midichlorians into something kind of like the it boys? Yeah, maybe like, like transferring with, with con- like compound building, V. I, I feel like they're building someone with midichlorians, so like they're yeah. kind of cloning people into yeah. being a better. That's kind of what yeah. it sounds like, or yeah. extracting the midichlorians from something like blood that. samples they take or something. Yeah, kind of like uh, it sounds like um, compound V from the boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But injecting with midichlorians to try to make a Jedi. But I remember that's what it seems like I like that. I remember yeah. that maybe that's what Snoke is. I remember seeing something, or maybe you told me you saw something that was like, oh, they dropped something that's gonna make fans super angry. Yeah, or they something. brought back something from the can, and, and it's canon, and it, people aren't gonna be happy. From it, it happens to be midichlorians are I canon. I guess that's what they meant. Um, which I already thought were canon. I kind of just which who cares? settled like, okay, midichlorians are canon. It was just Whatever. another one of those headlines that are like, oh, yeah. old like school I, fans like, are not gonna <laughs> like it. Yeah, it's probably by IGN. <laughs> it was that. like, what Han is gonna start. Talking yeah. Chewbacca again? <laughs> yeah, as you can start speaking Wookiee. Then I wouldn't like know? that. Um, but yeah, basically, Medichlorians are canon. If you didn't already know that, I kind of already figured, so... Yo, Blue Milk, are you getting um, in, in a home invaded bra? <laughs> <laughs> We're watching Blue Milk on the monitor, no, and he's walking around yeah. his house, like Blair Witch style, with, <laughs> with the camera. I think he's chasing a ghost. Around. I can't. We can't hear him at all. So he, yeah, could, he muted himself or something. Hopefully, he just had to go get something. <laughs> and he wasn't investigating some scary some noise. burglars. <laughs> Came in, stole so his TV. Hearing, like hell, loud noises and yelling, bro. Literally. Uh, all right. Uh, wow. Skyler, yeah. Skyler got home and Kobe made a pink mess, pink milk. So. You mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, she's all, right. all fired up. Yeah, yeah right. I guess so. All right. Um, uh, anyway, what I wrote down from this episode was lots of running down corridors because yeah. that's what oh, I yeah, noted. I was going to bring up the editing was weird in this. Like, I did not like the editing or how it was shot. It felt really like – like, I, I think they were trying to be clever showing Mando running down a hall and then them running down a hall, and it just felt choppy and, yeah. I don't know, not good in my um, I don't like how, and this, I guess this is probably Star Wars in general, because you just see it everywhere, but definitely notice that this episode, it's like, oh man, uh, luckily every structure in the Star Wars universe, um, any building they have, have these side barriers that they can go be- hide yeah. behind on the side whenever <laughs> they get into a gunfight in a hallway. I don't know, dude. Like, well, switch up saw, the scenery, dude. We saw more of Manda's uh, plot armor. Um, Beskar plot though. armor. Yeah, the Beskar. Yeah, getting shot. It's as if the uh, Beskar well, okay, best attracts the blast, uh, you know, blaster um, shots into yeah. the Beskar. The, That's the only well, thing yeah. that I can think of. The well, I like have, magnets. We've seen uh, 
it, it, was, it was one single blaster bolt. No, I saw like three him. in this episode because I, I, I was like focused on that. Uh, like, I only yeah, saw the one to... like that he, he hit, got hit from behind. I, I saw I didn't see as much as the last episode, but I saw it like three <laughs> You mean times. you didn't see the like... full barrage of, of <laughs> yeah. lasers from the last episode? You didn't see like, the D-Day scene trash. from Saving Private Ryan? This is what I was talking about about the last episode. That last episode was trash, and this episode is what that last episode kind of should have been. Yeah. Because that so. last episode was garbage, bro. I don't <laughs> the know more I watch that. this, though. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. But, I, don't know, I didn't mind it too much, but I like this one. But again, same format. Mando has to go somewhere and accomplish some mission in order to gain money, gain pay favor. for services, yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. uh, get some f- piece of information before moving on to the next thing. But yeah. it no looks like, like we want. it looks like we're getting closer to. Um, well, um, I I mean I guess this could count important. as little bits, but I classified it under Mandalorian. Episode five has been confirmed, titled "The Jedi." Um, mm. written and directed by Dave Filoni, so, yeah, so next episode like has to be Ahsoka. Yeah. Um. So hopefully it's. But we also still haven't know. gotten the Robert Rodriguez episode. We still haven't gotten um, the Taika episode. Taika, Taika Waititi. Um, we haven't gotten the Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow, I guess. It. And then there's one more because it's eight episodes. Oh, have we only watched four? Yeah, this is the fourth episode. I forget who. I think it was some. Maybe it's just like John Favre, or it's Dave Filoni. It's this next one is Dave Filoni, confirmed. No, so yeah. yeah okay. Um. So hopefully it's bangers throughout. Um. Yeah. Although I mean, you never know. If Robert Rodriguez, we might be getting Spy well, Kids three or that, Desperado. That's the thing we were talking about. Have you seen that? Um. I guess this was more little bits, but yeah. have you seen that trailer footage for the? We can be heroes. I think it's called. I have. AKA I have Shark Boy Love Girl too. Uh, did a trailer release? I did it, see. It was like the trailer. Was it? Tra- a trailer? It was like a minute twenty. I just saw some of it, and it looked very Shark Boy and Lava Girl. It just it it's definitely a throwback to the, the that vibe. So Same, it, all um, accompanied not, with <laughs> trash CGI um, all the way through. Really? Yeah, like all, still trash the whole CGI. nine yards. Dude, there are a lot of young <laughs> kids in it, though. Bro. Yeah, young and kids. So, like, too young. Like, there's, like, it seems like one, the then daughter. Again, Spy Kids was pretty young, and they were cool. Like, the first true, two, true. two and a half. Two. Spy Kids yeah. were good. Spy Kids 3 is Cheeks, bro. I don't even count that. Spy, a part of Spy Kids 3 is okay. But then mm. there was like a Spy Kids 4 and I think a 5th, and they were yawners. There's man. a 5th? No. Yeah, Spy New Kids. Generation. I remember Spy Kids 4 because of the 4D. I remember 4D because we were smelling right, the slip. Right. They gave us a slip. Like, and, this and, one oh, smells like no, pickles. I was, I, hell no, I wasn't smelling the bar for <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. No. The for good sure. thing I, of, showed, I was like, no, why would I do this? <laughs> The, yeah. good, the good thing about the Ma- the Mandalorian though is that and I was like eight, like we like we were talking about how Rodriguez when he does one of his kid movies, usually his adult stuff when he that he's doing around the time is pretty solid. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he's doing this Spy Kids or Shark Boy, but also he's also doing Sin machete. City or yeah. Machete or whatever. Yeah. So hopefully that bodes well yeah. for a Mandalorian. Plus, plus he's coming hopefully off be a, a high action, high octane. Plus he's coming off of this super kiddie movie. 
um, which makes me think he's probably going to lean yeah. towards the dope. Uh, yeah, he's got to he's got to unleash a little bit yeah. of violence and I, a little I, bit I of think something. It's like a Boba Fett episode. I think he can make an awesome. Dude, oh, pro- yeah, he probably, dude, totally. He probably is doing the Boba Fett episode. I mean, he did. This is the guy that did Desperado for God's sake. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, like movie. literally Tatooine, Boba Fett. I mean, it, you can't get like there's not much more you can give Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> That's like the perfect. Um, but back to the thing. episode. Yeah. That spaceship scene was awesome, bro. Oh, when he like Deus Ex Machina, the other the trench thing. run. Okay, no, 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 no. Yeah, I know the Deus Ex Machina because there were like two this episode. But I, <laughs> well, I don't I, mind I'm this Deus Ex Machina. The you know the Tie Fighter, where the Tie Fighters were—they were flying in the clouds and stuff. I thought mm-hmm. that was awesome. Yeah, I thought that was super cool it too. It looked so good, and then whenever he was dive bombing and doing the spinning thing, I was like, "Yeah, was super awesome." Yeah, like, yeah. that's like, a good visual. Like even though yeah. it's kind of played out, it's um, pretty awesome. Like super, it just like shows off like how good he is at flying. And um, I was like, "Dang, dude!" Now that uh. What's his face? Mando isn't flying around literal junk. Uh, he, like he can finally do <laughs> any sort of spin that he wants and stuff in it. Um, he straight yeah. destroyed those Tie Fighters, but yeah, I thought that was a super uh, cool, good. super cool thing. And I thought that that yeah. Deus Ex Machina, because what happened, if anyone doesn't know, is uh, the other Carl Weathers and, the, and them are like getting chased down by Tie Fighters, and they're on like this land speeder armored speeder oh, real, vehicle real thing quick, before before we like get into that yeah. machina, there's another one where they set up that tank right at the beginning and then they used it as a deus ex machina to escape and then whenever she was like about to you know dive bomb off the cliff they did that the good old blue gills you're not seriously considering and then she's like does that trope i hate that trope that's the worst thing ever but <laughs> Um, when the speeders were going down the mountain, that was awesome too. Yeah, I liked how. Like, <laughs> well, he. I don't know if uh, Lord Rooster agrees. I liked that too, though. How like they went down, and then I liked how uh, classic scout troopers. Two of them just crashed into each other and died, <laughs> which is dope. But just didn't yeah. seem like a smart I, move. I like that crap. <clears throat> I don't think that got... considers as a Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, I don't though, think because, that counts that, because it's fully set up. And yeah, everything. they set it up, so well, that was I know, that but was there I, for them. Them setting that up is like a Deus Ex Machina. Well, yeah, Ex-Mine. it's nah. just it, it's like it's no. not. It's just weak. That's all. This is a lab facility. It's not just a, a it's just a weak Chekhov's gun. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. It's just a weak. Right. Con- yeah, okay. It's a convenience. No, yeah. not Chekhov. Yeah, it's a huge convenience, but it isn't like God is coming down and saving. Right, not out of nowhere, but barely not. Doesn't, that doesn't classify. It's a little right. bit better than last episode. I um, I right. noticed there were a couple of lines that kind of yeah. seemed awkward. Like there was one part. Um, like you're not seriously considering. Well, doing. it oh, was. was like, it was like it, there was a part where it was bluegills earlier. How um, they're like, oh, we gotta get out of here, and then he said, oh, how much longer till that thing blows? And then it did like a slow, like like a screen wipe to the next scene. <laughs> and it just felt awkward to me. I was like, oh, yeah, he got no response. And it the kind editing of, is weird. Or almost too. as if he was the only energetic guy <laughs> doing everything. <laughs> and then there was another one where... The Bluegills was the worst. There was another one where... And this one wasn't even Bluegills. It was like... Um, the girl? They were like... They were, yeah, it was Cara Dune, I think is her yeah. name. It was like they were trapped behind some boxes. And then Bluegills was like, oh, we're trapped. It's over. And then she said like... <laughs> 
is that so? And I, I don't know. It just felt weird to me. And then, of course, you went to the uh, armored, armored land speeder thing or whatever. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. It was a couple of those where I was like, what? So? And then run. Yeah, she's like, like is that so? And then cover me. First off, Bluebeals ain't covering she. Um, and then she like ran over there super slowly uh, also, to get it. Yeah, but. That's what I thought about this episode was it was pretty cool and whenever it was bad A, it was super bad A. Yeah, like like for some example scenes were super awkward and like the fighting was like weird and slow and I was like, yeah. What is going on here, dude? <laughs> Although one of the th- bad A things you're talking about, I think, is um oh dude, I forget what. Like like Lando shoots a guy, he Lando gets shot in the back <laughs> and then shoots Lando. a guy off a rail. I mean not Lando. <laughs> Mando. <laughs> Mando yeah. gets shot in the shoulder and from the back. He shoots a guy, and then he, that dude falls off a rail and passes two other stormtroopers. Um, you know yeah, what I'm talking I about? Liked, I also liked when he flew straight up and just destroyed the two yeah. at the top. Yeah. It was like, yeah. that not, happened. Not even a chance. And then the, I was like, okay, that's And then cool. the dude fell, and then the two guys pre- that we saw previously just saw mm-hmm. this guy fall down into the lava. I but thought that was super cool. There are some cool scenes. Even that f- initial scene with the girl, she mm-hmm. like just beat the crap out of a bunch of dudes, which was really weird because it happened, and then... It was never brought up ever again. It just happened. It was just an action scene, which is, I don't know. A it's just a reintroduction like, of did her. We, did we need that? But it was still really, it was, I was cool. Fine but then, then they went back to the hallway scenes that were awkward. But I don't know. Also, Carl Weathers, bro. Maybe his aim might be worse than stormtroopers in that game, <laughs> dude. Yeah, just the wall. He's shooting the, the ca- like, just the ravine, uh, the cliffside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, come on. I dude. noticed that too. I was like, oh man, Carl Weather is definitely not. They should have put old girl on there. She's a shock trooper, bro. She probably's done something mm-hmm. like that before. Yeah. I, oh, also, um, right at the end of the episode when they talked about how she was from Alderaan, that that scene was pretty dope, bro. I, mm-hmm. I thought that built the world and like yeah a- that was cool. yeah I thought it was cool I thought, too. It, I thought it actually made episode four kind of better because I was like dang there were actually people that like died big time on that planet bro yeah, yeah. were they trying to know. say that she was related to somebody like Leia or anybody no or? I, I think no, she's I just think from Alderaan okay because no, they that would be I didn't think so either but they dude, were that talking would be about worse. that would they be worse were talking than, about who she w- was related to a little that for would, a second that would be worse than Ray Palpatine well, I agree I agree <laughs> Ray Palpatine the, the, the thing that I hated about the episode was the baby Yoda sounds because the I cla- hated it. The, uh, uh, Lord Rooster's weekly baby Yoda dude uh, they are using they're literally <laughs> using a human baby sounds and I think it's a bad move. Why, if you're going to use baby sounds, why not take a, a an animal baby and use that and tweak yeah. that? Put it in the system. Yeah. They're just putting a human baby in there, no mixing or it maybe at all. Make it more Yoda y. Something, like, anything, but it's but it's pure human. <laughs> Have him just do. <laughs> and, yeah, I, like and I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. Seriously, though, like, yeah. seriously, like, just make it more like yeah, Yoda. I, yeah, right I now, agree. Like, yeah. Superhuman. Just more like, like a high pitched Yoda, like a younger yeah. Yoda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's pure human, and I hate it. It sounds ridiculous. And also, why is he even in this show? I know. Although, I know <laughs> all the ladies out there, and a lot of the dudes are like, it's the cutest thing ever. And, Yoda, now, and now with the baby sound, for some reason, it works for a lot of people. No, not for me. Isn't Yoda? Isn't Yoda regular Yoda? Basically, he has the same pitch or whatever, same voice as like an old guy. 
So wouldn't I would wouldn't assume. wouldn't a baby version of him just be the sound of a regular baby? No, no, no. Because I don't know what you mean like when old... you say Yoda fight Because not... it's like yeah, you know, sounding like more like this. A regular old like an, guy, bro. Like right? yeah, Yoda, yeah, in like the Have in you his. Listen to Yoda one time. Ever? Well, I don't mean I don't like know. in the way he yeah. talks, but I mean you know like, that Yoda sounds a little bit off, right? I mean like I mean like he, like he just sounds like the same like no he doesn't though sound no, as doesn't. an old no, guy he sounds kind of. trolly a little bit like a yeah, troll uh, maybe troll. Yeah. yeah like what i don't know yeah. i just get old vibes i just like, i just get old vibes like, in general yeah. well yeah like, well, old troll there is no try. old <laughs> troll hey <laughs> do or do not well no take that's it, <laughs> take with you what you have no wep- <laughs> no weapons <laughs> That's just uh, grizzled that... veteran. No, no weapons. I, I, I was trying to think James hasn't ever watched episode five. Yeah, bro. have you? Jesus. I Did you just skip this. over the Yoda scenes, bro? <laughs> I regret this. Yeah, so I think it should have some other sound other than regular yeah, human baby with no distortion on it at all. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it does. I'm, I'm just saying it does. You know it does. It, listen next time, and it will drive you bananas, and it ruins it. the whole series. I didn't series. notice it until this episode because you brought it up last episode, but when I actually focus on it, it it's like, what? It, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> You laugh now, dude. It is horrible. I'm telling you. It's, listen, dude, that was like the that. most dead. Like it's horrible. It is, dude. It like, ruins the show. Serious. I, I, it ruins the show. I hope they do more of it. I hope they <laughs> ramp it up so you, you all get what you want with your baby Yoda and his baby human human baby voice. Cry, cry, cry. Wah, wah, wah. And wah, wah, wah. Yeah. No, he he is. Very kind of annoying, bro. Like Man. he's starting to grind. Of course, my the whole show wouldn't even exist without him because everybody's got to fix what he knocks over or eats or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, accidentally honestly, breaks. And now, now Mando's got to do dishes, cool wash Mando. dishes in order to make up for a broken dishes. Are you sure? It's, <laughs> I'm sure it's not just you getting nom flashbacks. So, from- maybe. I don't know, that but is, either way, yeah, I that hate is, that part of it. Because look, is, it's a cute he's hella played out. <laughs> it's a yeah. cute character, but he always gets him in trouble, and the human voice just doesn't work for me. I just don't like that baby talk stuff. If if they used any animal, I think that would have been cool. Any animal, baby fight, baby yeah. lion. Ah, <laughs> uh, insane. I mean, yeah, yeah, that okay. works better. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. It, it, I think you're right. I think you are maybe a little too <laughs> well, we'll held see. up on Next it. Next week, he, pay attention to that. Overplayed, though. Next you week, pay attention that, to the James. sound that comes out of Baby Yoda, and you tell me what you think about it. And see, tell me that if it doesn't ruin the entire episode, ruin Ahsoka's return. It doesn't. <laughs> ruin Ahsoka's triumphant debut, live action debut. I don't think it ruins With some the, baby talk. I don't think it ruins Gaga, the entire Gaga, series. Gaga, Gaga, Gaga. It's not even that. <laughs> Google Gaga. Google Gaga. Oh, oh. While he's eating some, some life form's last human some, egg or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Yeah. What do you got yeah. <laughs> I do like when they they they're like, "Oh, can you watch him for the entire episode?" Thanks. Later. 
Baby Yoda, you're going to school today. Yeah, also, you're going to human school. Droid being a teacher might be the best. Yeah, play that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was that's like, yup. Cool. I was like, duh. Of course you'd be a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But um, anyway. Also, we saw Mando drinking. Something I was about to say that he's dr- slurping up some yeah. soup. Yeah. Yeah. He he lifts up his helmet. Yeah, he lifts up his helmet. I thought it was cool that Yoda, <laughs> even Baby Yoda, was kind of like seeing what he looks like. <laughs> Like, yeah. he's super, um, even still, like, I don't know what yeah, he does attached to the old, re- the old ways of the Mandalore, uh, like he was talking about last episode. Yeah. Um, um what do you yeah, great. the ending of that episode? I thought it was cool. Um, I found out for, what at happened? first, <laughs> yeah, so the first time I watched it, I didn't know, yes. I, I didn't know what, what exactly was going on. No, really, what happened? So, remind the audience. Ba- <laughs> remind the audience of you. <laughs> um, basically, at the end, uh, we find out that um, one of the people who fixed his ship put a tracking oh, thing yeah. on it. Um, and she, the person who says that is having like a voice chat with or video chat with someone from the Empire. Los Poyel Sermon's um, dude. No, yeah, it, it's like the, the some ch- random chick for the Empire. Gus she Frank. goes to Gus, though. Uh, okay. Um, but basically, she says oh, yeah. some, a couple oh, lines yeah. like "You'll be rewarded in the new era, mm. maybe yeah, first yeah, order." Yeah. Um, mm, yes. and then basically she's talking about to Gus Fring, like, "Oh, um, we have a tracking unit on the Razor Crest. The baby is still there uh, with right. him, confirmed. Um, so they'll be able to follow him to Ahsoka or whatever." Um, and he was basically saying something like. I forget it was. He was in a room with like a bunch of. They looked like shadow troopers Dude, or something those like guys that. Were, I, I thought that was awesome, but they looked like droids. I f- yeah. Well, I found out what they are. At first, I was oh. like, I, I don't know what I'm looking at. Maybe the dark troopers from Rogue One, but why would they That's use those? They those are like, like super old. Um, but what they turn out to be are, uh, I think they're called dark troopers, um, but they are like droids. Super, awesome, super bro. powerful. These are phase three. Roger, Roger. These are quote unquote phase three <laughs> dark troopers too. There's Sweet. like three phases. As long as they say Roger, um, Roger, bra. And they're like super <laughs> powerful battle droids that are like crazy. They were in one of the video games. I remember it was their first debut. Um, Dude, which which awesome. I thought is super only, cool. Like only they were matte black. Yeah. So so is Gus gonna meet? He's gonna fight Ahsoka. Um, I think he's gonna try. Uh, he's gonna maybe, try something. Maybe I don't know. It prob- just, probably, I mean, yeah. We, we gotta see Ahsoka do some lightsabers, right? Yeah, she'll I mean, whip out. She'll happen. bust out the white, the white lightsabers for sure. But um, all right, we'll stay tuned for that. We'll see how much Ahsoka yeah. time we get, and we'll see how much baby Yoda baby talk we get, <laughs> and we'll see which wins. That's the battle. <laughs> That's the battle. What's the over under? No, Who's yo, gonna win? Yo, baby Yoda's gonna yo, win. Rooster, unfortunately, this is gonna be a super baby Yoda. Yeah, probably because they're gonna be talking about him and all and that. Stuff. Yeah, he's gonna be um, learning he's gonna be the like force. Training, right? Yeah, he might be. He might do some. Hey, it, maybe sort of it's cool as long as bit. they get that sound design in check. As long as they're like, "Hey, who put all the baby talk in here?" Maybe Favreau <laughs> overlooked it. You know, what, I, no, I, what that's the only thing I'm hoping. What they're gonna have to do? Favreau got sick and he had a quarantine. What they're gonna and have so it to got do past for him. It? So now he's gonna write <laughs> the ship and get in there and be like, "Hey, I said lion, not baby human." What, I just got offline, King. Come on. What they're gonna have to do is similar to like what Scarlet Witch accent. In right. the MCU, uh, it was like super slowly phase it Ukrainian out. or something. I think. Right. Um, and then <laughs> now, now it's, it's pure, pure American, pure regular American English. <laughs> Bro, 
How dare uh, you? Uh, my God. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> yeah. we got to get him. Um, that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to do a transition over just a do couple it. episodes. This vodka is very good. Hey, you guys, we got to go get him. <laughs> Seamless. Let's go. Yeah. Swipe. Star um, wipe. Yeah. Is, is um, Boba Fett going to be in this season, do you think? At M- all, maybe that's the Rodriguez so, one. Because I remember, yeah, because I remember. Um, Re- ma- th- you think they would have just teased it, and then that's all you get is that one um, five seconds. Because I, yeah. I, yeah. I remember how he could be in it from now on. I remember like, it being I like, I know once they leave that. Tatooine, like what, what? I remember <laughs> it being like, oh, Timora Morrison is reprising his role or a role. Blah blah blah, and it turns out to be that five seconds. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm sick. saying. Like they left Tatooine, and now they're doing this huge story arc. It looks like a huge. It may be, be. and this this would this would mean that the Ahsoka episode is filler, technically. <laughs> but it could be that she's like, Nah, Jeez. dude. There is a Mandalorian on Tatooine, for sure, or something like that. You know, and then he yeah. goes back Does to Boba. She know, though? <laughs> M- maybe it's not her, but that would have to be it, and that that would mean we would get at least another filler episode. <laughs> but I hope so. dude, I, this one might be. I think this one, uh, like we're hoping for Ahsoka, and I think we will get Ahsoka. Yeah. But also, I think it's gonna be just Baby Yoda training, bro. Like that's <laughs> what I think. I think it's just gonna be filler, like filler Baby Yoda training. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's gonna be Ahsoka, Ahsoka fan service. Yeah, yeah, that'll be. Fun. And it's gonna be on a forest, um, mm-hmm. moon forest also, planet, not Endor. Yeah. It's not Endor, Corv- yeah, Corvus or something. Moon. Yeah. If they made it Endor, that would be pretty sick, though. I really wish they did <laughs> yeah, that. Too many member berries, bro. Expand the uni. Dude, who gives a? F- you think they're shying away from member berries, bro? Yeah, but like, I, I, I don't overload it like Rise of Skywalker style, bro. Dude, Tatooine? That first episode was pure member berries. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm, yeah. I'm saying maybe chill on the member berries. <laughs> yeah, already getting I, I, would lo- I would love to see some Ewoks. Baby Yoda, in and of itself, is a member berry, bro. Because <laughs> Ewoks would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It would be sweet if they made you know, a, it would be dope. a proper Ewok episode where they were all like violent you know, it would and be like dope. tribal yeah. and like yes. really speared people. And you know, stuff. it would be dope. What if this planet, Forest Moon or whatever, is more like the original idea of Endor, where it's like Wookiees instead of. Oh, see. That would be dope. Be- yeah, that'd be cool. Dude, Mando working with some Wookiees. Yeah. <laughs> and him. Oh, we might get him talking. Oh, oh y'all already know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already know. Hey, yo, if he can talk Tuscan, he can definitely oh, talk yeah. Wookiees. He probably has never. Yeah, but he's been in tat. Been with like around Tatooine. He's probably never been around Wookiees that often enough to learn. You're trying to Wookie. debate which one he would know better. <laughs> There's no way he. Because. We probably would have seen a Wookiee by now if he... I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm just trying to secure the dub that he does not speak I mean, Wookiee, bro. Look, I guess if we're going down this weird rabbit hole, I guess I could see that he would learn Tusken Raider language first be- because they're more traitor-like people. And he's... I and, think he just interacts you know, with them more. Although he's not necessarily a bounty hunter. I guess he kind of is. I, I, I instantly... he, was, he was until he Baby was. I happened. 
Yeah. And so. turning into a total. So that's why that's he, why I would say he might learn Tuscan quicker than Wookiee. He literally seemed more like a upright uh, citizen, not li- doing he, back back well, you know black market trading. He literally picked up like four bounties from uh, old what's his oh, face yeah, Carl Weathers, right. and right. then that's was like, eh, "I'm gonna save Baby Yoda instead." Yeah. Well, dude. Um. Also, I put in my notes like, when did Mando turn into like such a simp, bro? Because like. I, I watched the recap for this episode, mm-hmm. and Mando with that blue gills guy like pointed his gun at him and said, "I can bring you in cold, or I can bring you in warm." I was like, "Bro!" And then throws him in carbonite. I was like, "Where is this dude, bro?" Like I'm sitting here <laughs> looking at this dude fumbling around and throwing grenades at people, taking <laughs> like, a, a full, you know, armor, armor, yeah, army, woof. Army's worth of bullets. You got dad mode, Mando. That's Fumble, what you got. You fumbling got, some bombs. You got yeah. dad mode, Mando. Dad mode. Changing yeah, no, diapers. Yeah. Lame, bro. yeah. He just seems, seems like he's getting lamer. I think he's doing too many team ups. Is what it is. But what else is yeah, he gonna do? Like, Otherwise, I want him it's to, him and that Yoda. I want, I want him to be cold blooded. That Yoda doing like, like, stupid stuff. I mean, we got stuff, a hint of it. And stuff. We got a hint of it with at the beginning of this season, with that guy in the boxing ring or whatever. And then, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, so there's that. there's flashes of him. It's just when he's around other people and teaming up, he's he's all, all of a sudden lame. Yeah, like honestly, that episode with Boba Fett better be. I mean, Rodriguez will probably straighten him up, right? Who knows, dude? Who knows? That's my hope. I'm, uh, my hope is that he he kind of. Deborah Chow probably. They're all will. filler she did episodes. A, some so crazy episodes last season that were dope. Really, they're all going to be filler episodes leading up to next season. They're going to be. <laughs> it's going to be the first season of all filler episodes. Which is, something to, which is something to be proud of in its own right. Not even the in CW stoops down to that level. They in at least way. have the mi- the fin- the finale be a real thing. Yo, but next season's going to be dope. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Anyway, right, we spent about 40 too many minutes on this episode <laughs> of your, Car- you, your Carl Weather Did you episode. not like this episode at all? It's fine. It was good. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was pretty I good. I thought it was fine. It was a little good. whack. Enough to but, uh, enough to dedicate a whole podcast to. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe not. Get what you get. Dude, we already Star Wars is our fan base, bro. Yeah, dude. We already. We already. What do you, What do you want? You want? What do you want us to do? Just let the fans go. They're definitely gonna leave if we uh, save this for is last, bro. Oh, all right. S- soak them in. Whatever. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I messed up the wording. I'm just going. <laughs> um, Perfect. So command it. So command forever. <laughs> whatever. You know, man. Ahsoka forever. Whatever. Yeah, something like that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, this week we uh, watched um, a bunch of oh. John Carpenter movies. Oh, end of Star Wars segment. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Um, Perfect segue, bro. Yeah, I got nothing, dude. Yep. Do 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 do. Here we go. Perfect transition. <laughs> um, All right. So, y'all heard of John Carpenter? <laughs> yeah. So uh, Halloween. <laughs> Halloween so, happened like uh, four weeks so ago. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween is long gone, so we're gonna talk about it. Yeah. So time to bring that up again. <laughs> Halloween happened four weeks ago, so let's talk about that. Y'all already know Headless Chicken. Your thoughts. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, your thoughts about a movie that came out 38 years ago yeah. and one month. <laughs> <laughs> 38 years and one month. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyways. So, so yeah. We, we, you can take it away. We, 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 this is not out of the blue, though. We've been doing director. Yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. And we've been wanting to do some John Carpenter, and I actually wanted to do some that we um, had never seen before because he's got quite a library. So we ended up just re-watching three that we've seen multiple times. <laughs> so, which is fine because they're his three top ones. Yeah. Oh, dude, and it's easy. And they make me think that John Carpenter is like – one of my top well dude that's right. what i was telling him i was like dude if you take <laughs> these three like you can put dude, him up I, against uh, a lot of people dude mm-hmm. you can put him up against anyone to me but bro. but then uh, not knowing but then it's weird the other yeah. 17 then yeah, there's the other 17 movies <laughs> chart trash well he did big look big no Trouble in Little they're China. not all it's just super weird the other 25 movies I mean, there yeah. there are good ones, and I've seen quite a few of them. Like, I've seen Starman. I really like that. I want to watch that again. I've seen They Live. I really like that. But there are a lot of them that are just so-so and okay. And yeah. so, uh, In the Mouth of Madness, but, I remember being good, and I and I want to rewatch that. But And then The Fog, I've always, I, I want to see. I've never seen that. Um, so there are a lot that I know are like good. Upper echelon of their genre, it feels like. Like, all three. Yeah, the ones we watched. Yeah, 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 um, for sure. Super overlooked though. Like, I think Escape from New York is such a good. Would you say sci-fi? Yeah, yeah, yeah sci-fi. Such a good sci-fi movie. Like, I think it's like top tier, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, well, and it's, then it's we, dude. John Carpenter is whack, bro. Because you know you get your your um, Escape from New York's, but then you also get your. Memoirs of an Invisible Man, uh, right? Everything like which, he's got what, a bunch which, what, of what's the blue or what's the red to Rotten Tomatoes on that? You know uh, what I mean? Dude, I can check, but oof. <laughs> so, but the the interesting thing too about these three movies, particularly those two, where they came in back to back years. Escape from New York came out in 1981, and then The Thing came out in 1982, which The Thing yeah. is also considered to be one of the, if not the greatest horror movie ever. Mm-hmm. So, like, dang, dude, for two years in a row, you came up with those two bangers, Escape from New York and The Thing. Like, mm-hmm. I know that not everybody likes those type of movies. Like, you know, you know, some peeps' like, wives are probably not going to be into enjoying yeah. Carpenter. <laughs> you know, not, the cool ones Saturday will be, of course. From New York, especially because the first 10 minutes are just 80s music. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy, and I found this out when – we watched Escape from New York. I did never knew this that John Carpenter did the music for yeah. Escape from New York and Halloween, right? Is what yes, you told me. Dude, I yes. did not know that at all. I didn't know he did Halloween. Yeah. You didn't? I didn't at well, all. Well, verify that because now I'm. But yeah, dude. And you know what? This last time we watched Halloween, dude, that music makes it. There's no, like th- there's like three or maybe even four solid I... themes that run through that movie. The different and ones, John and they're each one is like amazing and really like, um, yeah, atmosphere inducing. Yeah, I, I just want every single time, every single one of these movies. While I was watching it, I was thinking, dude, is John Carpenter like the king of atmosphere? Because yeah. every single one of these movies is 
like has a different different atmosphere, but they're all awesome. Like yeah. even Escape from New York, every time they go down on like into or in the initial part of the movie, when they went down into New York or whatever, or that island, mm-hmm. it was like quiet and eerie and mm-hmm. just yeah. I, don't, I don't know, just the atmosphere was awesome. Yeah, man. yeah, for sure. Um, and then obviously Halloween just is Halloween. Literally. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff with. Yeah, obviously Halloween's good. We've talked about that before. But specifically with um, Escape from New York and The Thing, mainly The Thing, I, I, I think I noticed, it was like, uh, it must have been super crazy to be on those sets and stuff because it's like he's using full, I think for yeah. Escape from New York, didn't they have like a full thing in St. Louis, Kentucky or something, not the real St. Louis? Yeah, it was like um, the other side. It was like East St. Louis, which is... In Illinois, I think mm-hmm. it's the other side of St. Louis, not Missouri, St. St. Louis, Missouri, but St. Louis, Illinois, same yeah. city, but the other side. And I guess there had been some fires or something, so they had these whole city blocks that they could use yeah. that looked already run down. Mm-hmm. And so they, so that was lucky for them, so they could use that, you know, yeah, good good production value. Look, like I don't know, like real. <laughs> yeah. Dang, yeah, like <laughs> and then the yeah. and then well, do we want to jump into this movie or do we want to like what? Yeah, do we let's, go into let's go into it. Skiff New York, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're talking uh, about yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, and the thing, Halloween, so we'll go to Skiff New York first. Do you want to continue your thought? Yeah, uh, I was just saying that it, it felt it looked real. Yeah yeah, 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 for sure. Oh yeah, and and so what I was saying was um. There are a lot of good matte paintings that were used to, and then we saw uh, somewhere. I one piece of trivia was that yeah. James Cameron did some of the matte paintings for it. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Which, um, dude, pa- matte paintings? I can't imagine. That, it seems like that takes so long, man. Yeah. Like obviously, Star Wars is has uses a lot of those and, and it, stuff, and it looked but. pretty cool because you could kind of tell, but it also just the way it looked with the lights out and like being mm-hmm. blacked out in New York just also made it look like oh, this is just a stylistically the way it looks. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you could look at it and go like, yeah. oh, I can tell it's a matte painting, or you can look at it and go like, wow, it just looks eerie. Yeah, I also liked yeah. how um, what was it, the Statue of Liberty Island was like the check-in yeah. um, to the prison, oh, which was super cool to me. I, yeah, I was that like, was that's pretty a cool. pretty perfect uh, spot for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we should um, go ahead and tell the story, just the basic story. Take it away. You got so, it. So, <laughs> Snake Plissken, played by Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. This is your... This uh, is like prime Kurt Russell, too. Prime Kurt Russell. And the thing is, Kurt Russell. they're one year apart, yeah. He actually fought for this role, I read, too, because he used to be in a lot of Disney movies when he was a kid. Like one mm-hmm. back because Disney would made movies mm-hmm. back then as well, and so he was one of those child actors. And he, uh, from what I read, he really fought for this role to try to help break him out of that Disney, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, mold that he was in. But anyway, so he, so uh, <laughs> this takes place like I think twenty years in the future, and yeah. New York has been turned into a maximum security prison, and so that's that's pretty much it. Walls are around it, so they come up with this great idea that. The president's plane is hijacked, and then they pretty much aim it right into the prison, the Manhattan prison. And so it just so happens that Snake Plissken, played by Russell, is there, and so they use him to go in and rescue yeah. the president. So yeah. pretty cool. they can't go in and rescue him, or they said they'd kill the president. Right, exactly. Yeah. So they got to 
d- use some stealth yeah. to get yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. He, infiltrate. He's swole, bro. I did not know he was so drastic. <laughs> I was like, dang, Kurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, dude, that that hair, bro, oh, dude. is probably the perfect set of locks that <laughs> one can obtain, you know? It's pretty amazing. Along with the chiseled jaw line that he yeah, has. That yeah. I was like, dude, yeah. that, like... Perfect, perfect casting. Basically, he wears an like, eye patch. Perfect, right? perfect. We don't know what that yeah, eye patch is about. <laughs> perfect bad A. Yeah, I know. I was telling James he should be that for Halloween, man. Yeah, I need to. And then I costume. and then I said I don't got that the jaw that was chiseled by the gods that he does. <laughs> <laughs> we should also point out that Halloween's Donald Pleasance is in this movie. Yeah, he plays I forgot the about that president, too. so that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So I did wonder if um, John Carpenter was inadvertently responsible for nine eleven. Just because um, the plane goes, str- the president's plane goes straight, straight into, into a the... skyscraper. Yeah. Now, maybe it responsible, is, but, oh, dude, quote unquote, thought, is dude, like the wrong word. Yeah, I thought it was a world like, trade. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. So I don't know if it was. Maybe but... that's the responsible is probably the wrong word to use. Inspirer of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to look allegedly. Listen, okay. If, if there were copies of. Escape from New York lying around in the Al Qaeda base or whoever right. it was. I, I, I forget. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so anyway, back on that island, we also get Lee Van Cleef is in this, and he mm-hmm. is the older guy, and he that's kind of running the show. He He's was the, the yeah. bad from the good, the bad, and the ugly. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Just uh, FYI. Yeah. That's that's a cool that's a cool casting. Yeah. Like bring him back to play some D head or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so Kurt Russell has to agree to go in and do and take care of this. So he tools up and stuff. Mm-hmm. They put something in his body that basically gives him a twenty four hour timer. So already the or setup else, is dope. Or else he'll die. You got to yeah. go in there. You got twenty four hours. Like perfect setup. Yeah. Ever, yeah. So they just make it so. Look, you can't escape. You're thinking about escaping. You can't. You got to bring mm-hmm. him back. You know, if he's dead, you know, you got to figure something out because the only way you're getting the antidote is bringing him back or whatever. So he um, gliders in. Yeah, they use a glider from super high yeah. so that he's not like seen coming in because yeah. then you know you don't want anyone suspicious. Um, mm-hmm. Suspicious. Suspicious. Sorry. Um, and yeah, he lands on on top I think of the World actually, Trade Center. The World Trade Center. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, uh, looking, didn't he, there was like a shot of them looking down. I was like, dude, that is pretty high up, bro. Like oh, they, were yeah. able, they were able to illustrate that pretty good. Cause, cause he like <laughs> almost fell off. Like he's on the very edge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. almost got destroyed. But, um, yeah, so he lands at the top of the world trade center and he has 24 hours to find the president and Less escape now. from New York, uh, yeah. essentially. But, yeah, he, and now his glider is messed up, right? Glider get the glider gets messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's not entirely it's not, messed up yet. Yeah, it's, but it's functional. Messed but. Up. but but then the, yeah, there are a good series of you know mishaps that he runs into. Like he mm-hmm. follows the homing beacon and he and he finds out that it's not attached to the president. So it's like mm-hmm. oh, game is up. And then they're like nah, you still got to find him. So that's cool too. Is like oh he he used all his resources and now he's starting from square zero. And you're saying they're saying like well you better figure it out. Yeah, so that was now, cool too. I was like, "Oh man!" Cause, so because now Post it's left ha- up to anywhere in Manhattan or yeah. whatever. Yeah, essentially. Instead of the homing beacon, yeah, which is even crazier, raising the stakes even more. Yeah, exactly. You know? So it's and pretty cool. Throughout all of this, dude, their use of silence is so good. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Just, 
silent moment that it's okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But and it's cool how, um, how they set the tone for in the this the vibe of the city so perfectly, like. Like, it's all destroyed. It's clearly after... Because it's a prison, essentially. But you've also got, like, these weirdos. Yeah, like it, the pe- I mean, like, it's yeah. a free-for-all, essentially. The place, the place where he finds the homie beacon, tracks it, that's just some it's whack... Like, like yeah, yeah, it's just some whack Essentially, yeah, essentially it's like Arkham City. They've made their own society there. There's Basically. no security on the island to run anything. So they've made their yeah. own society. So that, again amazing idea like after because yeah. it's been i think eight years by the time snake is brought onto the island so it's not like even fresh like they've been doing this for eight years which is mm-hmm. another yeah. cool idea like oh they've had enough time to really settle things and you, we see that pe- certain people are in charge certain people you know they've we've got the duke and we've got brain who does things for the duke and mm-hmm. thank thank goodness he's you know he's the brain so he's able to stay alive to you know which I don't know. Also, it's just cool that this society is real built. quick. Since you mentioned the Duke, his ride is the dopest ever with two chandeliers on the headlights. Is on the hood. On the hood. Above, on the hood above two the headlights. Chandeliers. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the two little two small so, chandeliers. So dope. Very pimp. Very Seeing, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the coolest ever. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, what else? What else was good? I have here Bat Battle. I remember like. Snake having to mm-hmm. battle somebody in the ring, and I was yeah. like, "Oh man, I, is it just a boxing match?" I I didn't remember. And then they b- brought out bats, and they were like mm-hmm. swinging bats. I was like, "Oh cool!" I and forgot he, that it was this like, cool. Sticks him in the back of the head. Yeah, right? and yeah. Just like, <laughs> so that was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah that, was sweet. that was pretty cool. But um, it kind of felt like the chick was just there. Well, that's the only thing I'm yeah. like. I'm like, I don't. Why? What? What purpose does she serve, really? I mean, besides you know. just kind of being there. Oh, we need a chick <laughs> that's like kind, the damsel. Yeah. In, she's not really a damsel in distress, really. She's just there following them. It seems like. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, that was the only thing that I was like, "What? <laughs> what was the point of this?" But the yeah. only thing I didn't really, I was surprised by was I remember he did the music, and the main title music is awesome. But then some of the music throughout is kind of all over the place. Yeah. And then I yeah. noticed that he doesn't do the music for the thing. And so I was like, hmm, yeah. I wonder if he was <laughs> like, hmm, you know, maybe the music yeah. was um, yeah. a little, uh, you know, got I'm, away from me a little yeah. bit. The and main title music, though, is awesome. Yeah, so. I'm not saying, yeah, the main title music is dope. And I'm also not saying I can write better music than him because I can't. All right. Like, you know, you <laughs> have to actually know stuff. It, but it does. There were some parts where I was like, "This kind of seems sounds a little repetitive. Like it's just the same sound." <laughs> but over also, and that's over. his style too, like yeah. that repetitive stuff. But even, but there were just some parts where just the and, it, and it was like more simple, which is cool. Like yeah. the, especially the opening credits is dope. But I was um, o- also but, okay with him moving on to having somebody else. Yeah, do for sure. <laughs> anyway, Blue Milk. Any other thoughts on Escape from New York? No, I, I thought it was awesome. Not to yeah, mention we. Like, go ahead. Sorry. I just it it made me really think John Carpenter's one of my favorite directors. Yeah, just even from if the it's three just, movies you've seen. It, it, yeah, but those three movies are just so awesome. Yeah, for sure. It helps that we have the Escape from New York poster hanging outside the studio. The studio, yeah. I think it's a reproduction for like some video release, but it is a video it's release. Super cool. But it's still that same recreation of the painting. 
with the Statue of Liberty head. It lo- it's way better than the mo- makes the movie w- look way better than it is. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but it's l- so awesome when Kurt Russell in the in the dame yeah. right there with the Statue of Liberty head. So awesome. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, it's not like a perfect movie, but I just thought the world was so yeah. awesome. And, you and could... I, I really thought, man, if they turned this into a video game, they got me so bad. Like, <laughs> Dude, they are. Yeah. That would be a great video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the, and you could tell that they had... did with Arkham City, but still. Like, uh, yeah, that's true. I yeah, guess. yeah. they kind of did, I guess. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But yeah, this could be totally different and, and a little bit more seedy. Although you and, could I don't know. basically do it like... Violent. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid, instead of Snake Plissken, it's Solid Snake. You throw him into this yeah, exact situation. Ridiculous! When I was watching this movie, I was like, "What? Solid Snake is just Snake Plissken, bro?" Dude, for a second, I was like, "Is his name?" Before they said Plissken or anything, I was like, "I know his name is Snake. Is it Solid Snake?" <laughs> <laughs> um, is it? <laughs> I was legit like. Is this the same guy? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, is this where Konami got it from or whatever? <laughs> yeah. But, um. But yeah, yeah. you could yeah. tell they had a budget, but then also that you could tell they made the most of their yeah, budget. They utilized too. They made, it. Ma- yeah. They made it look good. To create this, like, dystopian. Just a cool idea. World. That's the thing about Carpenter and, the, and these three movies is I know the thing is a remake, but just cool ideas, especially this one, I think, mm-hmm. where there was multiple ideas on top of each other. Oh, we got this initial idea prison, New York a prison, boom. Great idea. Present oh, is the trapped. present trap. Boom. Boom. Twenty four hours. Sending somebody in there. Boom. They don't find him. He's back to ground zero. Boom. You know, it's like just yeah. on top of each other. Just great ideas. Yeah, yeah for sure. So anyway, um, a lot of drama and less stakes. A lot of stakes. Mm-hmm. For sure. For like, sure. Like over and over again, new stakes happen. Yeah, I also noticed real quick before we move on. Um, I forget his name. Basically, like one of the Duke's like right hand men or whatever. Yeah. The blonde dude, uh, he has a ridiculously huge neck. Did anyone else notice that? <laughs> the guy with the hair? Yeah. He he came up at the beginning as well. Was like, we're going to kill him. if yeah, you The laughing leave. dude? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it kind of, it like, it like almost scared me. I was like, what the, what is that thing? It's like his crazy <laughs> neck. I don't know if y'all noticed that. <laughs> Um, I noticed he was quite bizarre looking, and I did not want to tussle with him. Yeah. I, know, I knew that. I didn't want to uh, I don't run into him in him. a darkened alley of New York. I yeah. know that. In a New York prison. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Anyway, um, next up, we got, I think one year later, uh, John Carpenter did The Thing, um, which you mentioned is technically a remake, or is a remake. Um Starring Kurt Russell as well. Again. Again. Um, and this yeah. features, basically the premise is there's like this Antarctica base, research facility almost, um, and they come across this alien, I guess, that is able to imitate um, yeah. the things that it like. Other life forms. Or other life forms, yeah. Um, and they're basically trying to figure out who is infected um, and, you know, how to kill it, how to basically survive. Um, they're, like, trapped yeah, in Antarctica, tra- too. They're trapped in a facility with an alien that can look like any of them. Yeah. It's, like, genius. Um, right. If you've ever played Among Us, uh, it's literally that. <laughs> right. 
Um, it, yeah, basically, like, yeah, all trust is lost. You can't trust anybody because mm-hmm. everybody is going to lie and, yeah. and say they're not the thing, and, and you don't know. It's, well, it's, that's what's awesome about this movie is the trust slowly deteriorates until it's like mm-hmm. they just can't trust anything, like anything suspicious. Yeah. yeah. I um I thought it hadn't been a long time since I'd seen this, but I – and I still don't think so, but I don't remember <laughs> the blood testing scene being so close to the end. I thought it yeah, was sooner or, or maybe in the middle of the movie, but it really is like kind of butting up near, toward the end. I was mm-hmm. surprised to find out. I, I thought that was fine, but I was like, I just yeah. kind of miss, you know, I, just kind of remember. I thought it happened right away, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I thought, thought it was recent. Super soon, actually. Like, they you know, initially get, like, figure out that there's an alien, and then that's when it happens, but yeah. it's close to the mm-hmm. For sure. So, but yeah, it, it starts out with just a dog, a dog, in, uh, and, yeah. and he's the one that's infected or has this thing in him, and some Norwegian helicopter is trying to hunt it down and shoot it down, and they don't get to, and in fact, he gets shot down, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, this husky's just straight walking around the American post, <laughs> You know, being mm-hmm. the thing, mm-hmm. and so yeah, that's what starts it all. And, th- and then they go back. The group pl- gets split up. McCready, played by Kurt Russell, gets to go. You know, pl- being all bad a as usual, takes his helicopter and takes a doctor and goes back to the facility, the Norwegian facility, to try to find some information. Yeah, that's when they find the alien ship. Yeah. So yeah. But it's a hot minute before they realize that the dog is of any sort of yeah anything. yeah for sure. Um, but once it, once they do realize it is, uh, she hits the fan real quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. That was a great scene when they, when they brought the dog in to it, like put him in with the rest of the dogs and there's like what, 10 other dogs. There's like six dogs or something. Is that it? Something like that. It wasn't like 10, I don't think. But so in this, a, b- a bunch of others in this though. kennel and I was like, I, first of all, I don't even think that's good to put a regular <laughs> dog, a new dog yeah. into a kennel into with a, a, an established pack already. Yeah. But whatever. But anyways, the husky decides to stare at the wall, which is totes not sus yeah, at like all. like a lunatic. <laughs> Instead, new dogs around him, he decides to stare at the stone wall. <laughs> but dude, this scene was awesome. When he starts turning and doing his um, thing stuff. Mm-hmm. And the other dogs are like ripping at the, um, at the chain link to try yeah. to get out, dude. That's awesome. It's the yeah. equivalent of a human, you know, clawing at at, at a wall despite their claws being ripped out. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that chain link is pure metal, and they're essentially just ripping it, no matter what. If their mouth is getting ripped to shreds, just trying to make a hole so they can escape. Yeah, essentially trying to kill themselves <laughs> so they don't have to deal with this <laughs> thing that's in there yeah, with them. Right? Sure. Like, yeah, that's how, that's yeah, the that's yeah yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then yeah, so they the dog is going wild. It turns into this crazy. There's like spider legs that pop out. I think. And then is this one or or was it earlier when was, they're like Mac wants the flamethrower? Um, I think this it might have been this scene. Then they start having their nightly no, it was burn this scene. sessions. It was this scene because yeah, because he was like get the flamethrower, and then yeah, they're like child's or whatever. He's what? Like, what? He's like Mac wants the flamethrower. Mac wants the flamethrower. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and then like you said, every night they burn some. Yeah, every night something with a, blood. A blood night, packs a gone. Night, a nightly burn um, sesh. Yeah, bonfire sesh for sure. Yeah. Kurt Russell takes control uh, real fast of the sitch. But um, 
Like, I thought it was dope how he kind of just rolled up with a shotgun and was ready to just <laughs> start unloading, and then he did. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, that was super cool. But uh, what happens? What's what happens next? Like, who gets infected next? Um, I forget. Was it chest gun? No, nah, I thought there was oh, someone. I can't remember, dude. Well, first the doc went bananas. Oh yeah, the doc to, went and crazy. Had, and they had to put him in that little um, shack because he was yeah because he was running <laughs> around. He like took an axe because yeah because I remember a scene where he took an axe. He was in like Max helicopter and started busting everything up. And then there's a scene where uh, Kurt Russell looks back at the helicopter and it's just silence and that guy with the axe running away <laughs> from the helicopter <laughs> and back into the door. And I was like, oh, man, that's totally dude, not sus. Dude, there were a few parts where it was some unintentional humor, man. Yeah, for sure. But Like dude blowing up what's-his-name when they blew him up at the end. Boom! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And or then like, in the background, that little spider dude just – and they're looking the other way, and you see yeah, the spider, like, see the spider. cartoonishly <laughs> crawling away. Or, like, anyway. there's a scene where um, one guy started getting bitten by another infected guy, and he was in the corner, and it was just like, all right, Windows time. Lay him up. But, yeah. yeah. Obviously, this movie is known for its practical effects and its, yeah. and its puppetry yeah. and all that, which and is still crazy. awesome looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can tell they just went crazy with. I like uh, one thing I like how is that uh, they see like there's like there's this crazy figure that you almost can't comprehend, you know, of, like yeah. what's going on, and they're like they're like I want an autopsy immediately. <laughs> get going, yeah, get going. It's like, dude, where does that guy right. start, bro? I guess I'll start with the stomach. I'll start with the one of the four stomachs. Yeah, I guess I'll start with the, one of these two mouths. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess I'll see how this mouth got twisted into a figure eight. <laughs> see if I can figure I that out. I see these corkscrew eyeballs. I guess I'll see what's going on with yeah. that. It's got another face coming out of its back. I guess I'll explain that somehow. <laughs> yeah. And it's got a dog muzzle coming out of its chest. So. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll get right on that. Expect my report in five years after I figure this out. Come on, Johnson. Chop, chop. <laughs> Come on, Johnson. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, yeah, can you imagine that report? It's just like a, a tome of... I don't know what I found, bro. I hear, yeah, just like a Stephen King yeah. novel of reports. Just seven, <laughs> seven bodies all merged together. Here yeah. you go. Uh, also... <laughs> <laughs> What he's seen. Also, does anyone have a bottle of scotch and a handgun I can borrow? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, um, but yeah, so, yeah, the, like you said, the crazy practical effects. Um, yeah. One of them, like, there's a scene, I think you mentioned it earlier, Blue Milk Cow. There's a guy who's, like, taking a, defibrillate, a defibrillator to some guy's chest. Yeah. And then his and chest opens right up. Yeah. And it's like a mouth thing. And takes his hands, the hands get straight detached from his <laughs> arms, like straight ripped yeah, out, um, awesome, which is just crazy to look at. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then his like head, there's like a head that comes out of it too. Isn't that that same mm-hmm. guy? Yeah. Up to the ceiling. Meanwhile, his other head, the a ridge head, starts like melting off and then of his body. Grows and that legs. that grows in spider legs and yeah. crazy eyeballs that pop out. Something like that. Yeah. Um, which, if you're wa- if you're just listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, 
good luck. Um, yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Spo- yeah, spoiler, <laughs> for, I for guess. The thing, <laughs> by the way. Um, yeah, it just can morph into a lot of different things yeah, as it's, it's transforming <coughs> into whatever shape it's Yeah, because it into. takes time. So and it's we a see, good way. Yeah, it's not see instantaneous. see one of the guys, it takes time to yeah actually fully imitate. Like, one right. of the guys is almost full, but his hands are like crazy not quite there, like yeah. looking almost like it kind of reminded me of like fish scales or something something has like whack like crazy long uh bone hands whatever um if you've seen the thing you know what i'm talking about. i'm sure you yeah, guys you, you know you, you remember you remember the bone hands yeah, you, you remember the fish bone hands <laughs> yeah yeah everybody remembers fish bone hands yeah but um uh i lost my thought yeah, completely yeah that's all right yeah but yeah, but crazy so a lot of sus- effects is suspicious people. Uh, oh yeah, hey, as long as we have those blood samples, everything's good. What? <laughs> Somebody broke into the blood samples and they're yeah. all gone. Hmm. <laughs> oh, they're <laughs> who, all destroyed. Who had access to it? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of paranoia, which is also yeah. cool, which yeah. is pretty sweet for sure. Um, I like. There's one scene where there's like three dudes. They have a bunch of people strapped down, but it comes down to three dudes strapped to a couch. And so this is the ultimate scene. This is the scene of the movie, essentially, right? Yeah, Everybody, this is the big one. I mean, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. where where they finally come up with a blood sample where they know if we, they got the blood and they just put, like, fire, essentially, yeah, a, a, hot, a hot ember into the, into the blood, it's going <laughs> to react. Like, regular yeah. blood won't do anything because Re- it's just tissue. Yeah, so we can – so, boom, we can figure out um, who it, who might be the thing. And so they put mm-hmm. everybody's blood into a Petri dish, and they go mm-hmm. around and go ahead. Yeah, yeah, so three dudes are tied up. Three dudes are tied which, up onto a couch. Which that's kind of messed up. Like, it's, hey, everybody's so, so, tied so yourself like close, to this couch. Yeah. Um, Usk burp. Um, yeah, it's like super suspenseful. Yeah, like you said, the scene in the movie. Yeah. And there's a scene where they finally get one where the monster reacts. Um, somebody's, goes crazy. Blo- somebody's blood goes. Yeah. Bem- yeah, and then the dude on the end of the couch uh, is the thing. He starts going ballistic. Starts and there's transforming. Two other guys chilling. They're <laughs> yeah, freaking tied out. together with him. <laughs> cut yeah, us loose! Cut, cut us loose! Sweet Jesus, Mac. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And it's like the chair, the the um the couch is like rocking up and down. It's like elevated on that yeah. side and. And, of uh, course, they cra- can't cut them loose because they've got a figure. thing, uh, an alien transforming yeah. in front of them. So yeah. those, two, those <laughs> two are just stuck there. That was awesome. Yeah, and then and then uh, that – I think it was that guy gets a hold of another crew member. Um, oh, maybe. Right? Maybe. Windows. And then the – he <laughs> – this is oh, so yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah. This is the dopest thing ever. He douses the guy that was on the couch, the original guy, the country guy, I think, right? Or whatever. Um he he runs outside. He douses him and then tosses a oh, like yeah. a, a bundle of dynamite at him. <laughs> it just explodes. Yeah. And I was like, "Jeez, Carusla, it's like overkill, bro." Yeah, we learned that Matt McCready is like a little trigger crazy, happy, crazy on the good explosives. with the dynamite sticks, bro. <laughs> yeah, there was one time yeah. where he rolled a perfect strike down like. 50 yards of, of stairs snow and whatever tunnel. Yeah. and then rolled right under the target it was amazing yeah um but he just like tosses a stick of dynamite rolls back into the room that they were in the guy that who's who's getting eaten up by the thing uh just burns him well, to a crisp <laughs> real quick yeah um and it, it's just like this crazy uh, sequence that happened. It's a yeah. chaotic scene, bro. Yeah, yeah pure chaos. Uh, and then they end up happened. realizing that they just got to go down with the ship. You know, they can't let the 
thing go into hibernation and wait mm-hmm. for the next rescue people to come and thaw it out. And yeah. so they kind of sabotage mm-hmm. themselves. And there's a, there's that question at the end of whether he, he or Childs is the thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I don't know if either one of them are. I don't know. I um, don't know I think they hinted at it, right? Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. Thing, right? And I forget what he did. Um, I forget what he did. I, I watched a video of it, and he did something at the end. I forget. I think it might have been Cosby, not. And he he was like, "Yeah, I think that he is a thing, the thing or whatever." But okay. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. Who knows? I think the point of the movie is they didn't at that point and that you're kind of not even supposed to know like that's how crazy it is it's it's still they were just both like oh well we're just not going to trust each other so yeah yeah and it and it fed into that whole same thing of paranoia of like they don't know we don't know as the Mm -hmm. audience and yeah who knows maybe it'll come back because they did say that it would take twenty seven thousand hours to infect the entire world, which is yeah. approximately three years. We yeah, looked it up. a little up. over three years. If it got out and infected the entire world, which I thought was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, the main doctor guy, uh, the smart guy, was typing it in, and it was like, oh, percentage probability that someone, one of your crewmates is infected, 75%. I was like, oof. Yeah. My oh, boy struck uh-oh. out on that one, bro. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. high percentage. Yeah, but... Um, and then, yeah, so. Ennio Morricone did the music. He's done the music for The Good and the Bad, the Ugly. He's that guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's pretty iconic. He did this music. Um, they say that, that some of his unused tracks from this movie were used for um, The Hateful Eight because he also did the music for that. Mm-hmm. Very similar feel to The Hateful Eight, you know, in the middle of the storm, people trapped somewhere. So yeah. it ma- makes sense. Yeah. Don't know but who yeah. trust. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but... So. This movie's super cool. Yeah, so. Definitely recommend. Anyway. Uh, you were saying that it's maybe the best horror movie ever, Rooster? Well, that's what people... I've seen lists that have it depicted as the number one And you, do you think it's better than Halloween? Mm, me, no. Um, Better than Halloween. It's pretty dope, dude. It's well, like If someone was like, the thing is my favorite horror movie of all time, I'd be like, yep. That makes sense. It, yeah, I, yeah. I would say I would say that I don't have a problem with it. For me, it's not my preferred one out of those two. Yeah, same. But um, but I could see why people think it's really good and could put it up there. The effects are great. It's not like I could see how it's put up there. I don't know. I think that may be a little bit of an overstep saying it's the best. But yeah. then again, uh, you know, like like he said, like we've we've talked about always, there are like probably five or ten movies where if you said that's your favorite and that's the best, then you you have a legitimate claim. Like horror movies are like mm-hmm. that to me. Where yeah, you can yeah. make a claim for certain ones and it'd be like, yeah, that's a legit claim. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. I could definitely see a legit claim to it. Absolutely. I would. I know, but I mean. I, I'm not putting too many things above it, and I, but I would put his own Halloween movie above mm-hmm. it. It's cool. It's crazy that he made arguably two of the best horror movies of all time: Halloween and uh, yeah. the thing. Like it's, what four years apart? Yeah, three, three years apart. No, yeah. no. Yeah, I think you're right. No, th- yeah, seven, four. 19, I guess seventy-eight. So three yeah. years until he made Escape from New York, and then four until he made the okay, thing. Yeah. And then he's made The Fog, and then he's made a cu- you know a couple other horror type movies mm-hmm. too. So, yeah. so definitely belongs in that upper echelon, even with the missteps. I'm sure that those, you know, the John Carpenter's Vampires with starring James <laughs> Woods, although it gets this you know probably bad Rotten Tomatoes and probably not his great top tier Carpenter, 
I bet there's some stuff in there where you're like, man, that's awesome. There's also you know what I mean? Big Big Trouble in Little China that I haven't seen. I've heard that's good, really good. So. Another Kurt Russell connection. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the star yeah. in that, right? Dang, Carpenter and Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's such an iconic duo. And then Escape from <laughs> L.A., realize. of course, too. Yeah, Escape so. from L.A. Do you know the plot of Escape from L.A.? I mean, it's essentially the, the same. same. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the president's daughter that gets – but she has, like, some yeah, information. lower stakes. <laughs> yeah, it, but she has some information. But it was kind of cool, too. Like, they tried to play Disneyland into it, like, oh – they're going to meet us at the Magic Kingdom or something. Like, they couldn't use Disneyland necessarily, mm-hmm. so they were tried to, like, say, oh, we're going to meet you at the Magical Kingdom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was cool. Like, oh, yeah, of course you would use that. Yeah. Um, sure. But, yeah, essentially it was kind of the same thing, but, like, hey, let's redo it with a little bit more modern effects, and we'll just do L.A. instead. And, of course, now the effects are more dated than Escape from New York's effects, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty forgettable. But yeah, I remember liking They Live. That was good. What's I mean, that even about? Because I've seen pictures of that, and they like a zombie movie. It's essentially they find out that these beings are living among us, and there's oh. a, there's this frequency that's sent out that makes us so that we can't see them. But there's this um, rebel group that has created these glasses where if you put them on, you can see them. And so you see under their skin, and they look kind of zombie-ish. They look very mm-hmm. scary, kind of. And you see the signage even is different. So you, it's kind of like this has been hidden in plain sight this whole time. You take the glasses off and you see your normal Dude, world again. That's pretty awesome. It's though. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah sounds, it is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's another one of my favorite ones. Yeah. That was awesome. But yeah, but yeah it's kind of weird that like Carpenter, like he has his hit and, hits and misses. And I don't know. I, don't, I mean, you can't really put him under up, you know, with that upper echelon. But then again, I don't know. Can't, maybe you can, especially when you're talking Just about horror and sci-fi movies, and you know, yeah. because those are different types of movies. So I don't know. Yeah, but cool to explore them. Yeah, we should sure. do a we should do another lesser known Carpenter. We you know like next tier maybe is what we should do mm-hmm. for one of our podcasts. Maybe next tier, not hit the top tier, but sort yeah, of two or. Th- Thing and yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because he did um, Christine also, Stephen King's Christine. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I know what that so is. I, heard, I heard that was rough though. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I don't know if the book or the movie are particularly great. Yeah, I heard the book is not good. Yeah, <laughs> it's about a haunted um, car essentially. Haunted oh, car. that's that's what that is. Yeah. So I I, I know I remember the the regular shows. Uh. Did a Halloween thing oh, about that. Yeah. It's called L. Uh, oh, what was it called? Something Governor. Yeah. Um, Hello, Governor. Hello, yeah. Governor. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rigby exactly. was super scared of that. Yeah. Hello, Governor. <laughs> yeah. That was also based off of the car, too, I think, which is sim- uh, yeah. very similar. But the same with Christine. I remember seeing Christine, but not since, like, whatever year it came out. 1983, I think, actually, or 84. Like, what model car is that? It might have been the next year as the thing. I, that, I don't know. You'd have to look that Probably up. Chrysler. But um, even I remember even some parts of that movie, like uh, not a lot of it I remember, but I remember some of it being kind of scary too. So I think that's the thing. That would be pretty crazy. He's got some great car was after you. (laughs) Of course. What are you supposed to do, bro? You can't outrun it. But then to burst through. Well, but then the the car is sympathetic to the owner, to the teenager who owns him. 
so then the car or that owns her i guess and so then the car starts doing stuff for the teenager dude like starts (laughs) killing people for him i think so like death note but with a car it's interesting yeah (laughs) jeez yeah I mean, that sounds kind of interesting, but haunted car sounds hella lame. <laughs> I guess it's a little bit harder to swallow now. Yeah. It's like haunted, what else are they? We haunted can do coffee it's mug? Just like light some. Oh, coffee mug. Cold again. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like my coffee hot. Dang it, coffee I'm, mug. I'm looking through the Carpenter's catalog and I'm like, man, I can watch this movie about a haunted car or. Escape from New York. It's gonna. Right. Why would I ever watch this movie? Why would I watch that movie? I can watch Escape from New York for the seventeenth time. I suppose. I suppose so. Yeah. That's the thing, and that's the thing. I say like, oh, I bet every one of his movies though has something that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, then you are like, well, yeah, but then I got to sit through an hour and forty-five minutes to find, (laughs) you know, five minutes of cool. (laughs) So I don't know. But hey, you know, it is what it is. Either way, if you string together those. Two movies back to back, essentially. I know we've talked about this before. What director has come up with two of their movies back to back are the two of their best? What represents them the best? This is pretty solid. Escape probably from New York and it. the Thing. Yeah, I think we talked about Spielberg had a, had a couple maybe um, of the back to backs. Nolan is probably up there. Ten. Nolan with Inception and Dark Knight. Inception and Dark Knight. That's, yeah, that's probably it. That's, yeah, that's probably on. it. Um, <laughs> Tarantino, I Tarantino, think. yeah, Tarantino. Tarantino. Whatever, Tarantino the, whatever the two back to back would be. Inglorious Bastards him. and Django, maybe. Pulp Fiction and Reservoir uh, Dogs, or what came after Pulp Fiction? Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Oh. Yeah, no. It'd probably be Django and. Um, or Kill Bill and Inglorious Bastards, maybe. Was that it? That's a lot. That's a big gap. I don't know. I think Tarantino. I don't know, but anyway. Or no, just Death. Something was in was in there. Death, like death proof. proof. Yeah. It's probably in between. Yeah. Nice try. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it's got to be yeah. Nolan. Nolan with Dark Knight, then Inception. Ugh, come it's on, dude. Sometimes those are the two best movies of all time for me. Yeah, lest we <laughs> lest we forget uh, Mallrats and Chasing Amy. Bro. Yeah. What about Edgar Wright? Yeah, man. What about Edgar Wright? Um, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Because otherwise, what, uh, what was it? Hot World's Fuzz, End and Babies, Hot Baby Fuzz. Driver. Were those yeah, the two? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Or Hot Fuzz and um, Seven Ex Girlfriends or whatever. Scott Pilgrim. There we go. Pilgrim. That's that'd be good. But that I would probably say, be mine. You think over I, I Hot like, Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead? I like Scott Pilgrim a lot. I do too. Over Shaun yeah. of the Dead, but Shaun of the Dead's pretty it's awesome. I, I I haven't seen Shaun of the Dead in a while though. See, so that's but Hot I'm, Fuzz is I, definitely really, the anchor in that one. Yeah, for sure. What Hot came Fuzz before Baby Driver? Driver? World's, World's End. End. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's fine. It is. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. No, it's good. It's but, good, but, but it's not. It, do- it doesn't. It, Although Baby takes... Driver is so good. Yeah. World's End doesn't. I think it Baby is. Driver is his best movie. It is. But <laughs> World's End is not as strong of a duo. World ends is, is worse. It doesn't make it as strong of a duo. Yeah. You've got to look at the duo, the man. Duo, yeah. The duo, The baby driver is not strong enough to overcome, I, th- <sighs> I in my opinion, I think you're probably Hot right. Fuzz and Shaun of the Shaun Dead. Shaun of the Dead, yeah. Shaun Shaun right. Dead. And that pairing is too perfect. Like, yeah. True, yeah. I mean, duh. Yeah. 
Because yeah. Hot Fuzz is so solid. Now, if it was Hot Fuzz and Baby Driver, uh, d- uh, that might overtake Nolan, bro. <laughs> now we're talking. Those two are like in my top ten, maybe close to top five. Baby Driver what... might be in my top five all time. I don't know. I, that movie's good, that, dude. They're five, five and six, probably. <laughs> yeah. Man, are you guys oh, um remembering Baby Driver too much, bro? Dude. It's really You're good. Not it's remembering really good, Baby Driver five? enough. Top five, bro. A baby He's Driver is it's, so it's for sure top ten. I think for me, it's so intense, dude. It's good. It is, and good. it's like practical. All this, all the driving stunts. It's good. Is crazy. I'm just saying, top five is a bold statement. It's I, I top maybe, ten is a bold statement. Top, I think top five might. be I think too top bold. ten is a bold statement. To be quite honest, it's for sure you. top ten. Yeah, I think it's for sure. I have to think about it. Because hmm. it's Dark Knight, and and then let's say Dark Pulp Fiction, Knight. Inception, Django. Yeah. Those four for oh, sure. I guess we're just doing this now. And then <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think through. Like on the spot, I think that's probably mine too. And then that's whenever I start getting into Edgar Wright territory. Because yeah, uh, my favorite directors are those three. So I have a sheet Same. of Tarantino and Nolan, and then I go into a little bit of Edgar Wright, then I kind of go into, like, Star Wars and stuff in there. Yeah. Okay, okay. But Edgar Wright, yeah. I mean, Edgar Wright's, like, my top three directors, in my opinion. So, okay, of course, okay. he has movies up, the, up in the for top. For sure, for me. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you but have, like... Also, one through 15 is a blur, pretty much. I mean, mm. with movies. Like, it's just I mean, so many. Because you have, there's so many movies. You have, like, even Indiana Jones movies or yeah. Back to the Future. Star Wars, of course. Said, of yeah. course, that's what I'm saying. Back to the Future. That's what I'm saying. Don't be so well, cavalier with this top ten easily. Hands down, <laughs> no, cheek, it's top hands 10, down I cheeky. I think it's top ten for me. I don't know no, where, though. No, I'm not saying that Back to the Future is 10 through 15, in my opinion. I'm just saying you start pushing movies out. And it just becomes kind of a blur. Of course, you're right. Yeah, of course. You know what it is? Yeah, is I I probably got about fifty in my top twenty. Essentially, you know it's yeah. You know it's a better judgment. <laughs> oh yeah, that's in my top twenty. And this goes for NBA rankings too. You know, debates is just tiers, not right. one through whatever. Yeah, right. Tiers is better. I'm just so. saying, like you know, uh, like oh, Dark Knight and uh, Pulp Fiction, top tier. Probably those top four are the top tier, but you know you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So. But anyway, at, uh, one of our future episodes should be ranking our top eleven through fifteen only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A definitive, definitive in at number eleven. Yeah, not definitely not top ten. Not top ten. You do not make our top ten. Yeah. But you just but missed it. You just missed close, it. But no cigar. That would actually be a fun list. I said yeah. it as a joke, but now I'm getting yeah, now excited it's, about now it's it. Real. <laughs> that would be more interesting though, because if we do the top ten, it'd be so boring and like, right? Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. we've talked about a thousand times. Yes. About eleven through twenty. That's where it gets kind of. That's yeah, the, that's exactly. what makes it interesting. Is what didn't make your top ten list. That's yeah. the interesting list. Yeah, yeah, for no, sure. I agree. That's a genius idea. All right. Yeah. Well, well, good yeah, thing. Good thing we have a podcast uh, idea yeah. opening for next week. Finally, yeah. <laughs> like at first when you said it, I didn't think it was a good idea, but yeah. I, well, me neither. I said it as a joke, <laughs> and then it, all of a sudden, <laughs> sparks flew. <laughs> 
our top 11 through 20 movies of all time. Well, is it 11 through 20 or 11 through 15? I think 11 through 15 is too short, but we can do it. We'll figure that out. You know what we do? We prepare 11 through 20, and then we just see how long. Dude, I'm kind of interested. I would be interested in this. What doesn't make your top 10 list? You you can only keep 10, brah. And look, you don't even have to rank that top 10, but you can only keep 10. And which ones? So maybe you do narrow it down to like, let me throw down however much that might make it. Oh, she, I got 25. Okay. Now I got to start narrowing it down. And then you start crossing it off. Some get crossed off right away. But then those last hanger ons, man, what Mm -hmm. are those ones that you're just like, I am sorry. Um, whatever, you know, that's such an interesting idea. I like that. Let's do it, man. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. (laughs) But anyway, so John Carpenter. John Carpenter gave give it a watch. Yeah. <laughs> give give a couple of his uh, movies a watch. Yeah. yeah, he jumped into my uh, up my director's list as well. Just watching these movies. Yeah, yeah. I and, hadn't seen Escape from New York or The Thing in so long, and that rewatching them, I'm like, holy crap! Like, yeah. even though his other movies are kind of bad, and obviously he's not top, like, you know, Tarantino. Yeah. Well, he's up there now for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And again, Halloween and just those themes, those music themes, which I knew were there before because obviously we think of the main theme. But there and there yeah. are like two or three other themes it's that like, play throughout. It's they're, like, yeah. I they're simple. It, yeah, but they're yeah. simple, but they set the mood so well. Mm-hmm. And they're just they're, – they make that movie. I was just realizing this time. Without that music, it's fine. It's a fine movie. With that music, it's it's – top tier yeah. it's amazing so yeah he also has music like lost themes um on if you're looking for some of his music that's kind of like his themes if you're ever doing creative work like writing or something mm-hmm. he actually has come out with albums called lost themes so i guess he's put some of his um musical creativity you know down yeah because i like i love his music yeah i do too I, I like the the kind of vibe it creates it's that sci-fi horror kind of feeling 80s dystopian yeah yeah you know. well yeah yeah even escape from new york like i i thought a lot of the music the, some of the music did feel a little out of place but i still thought it was solid music yeah yeah yeah. Like, yeah 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 for sure you know what's crazy sure. is uh he he has more musical credits than directorial credits Really? Yeah, but is that because yeah. everybody's using the the banana pants out of the Halloween theme, <laughs> and he gets credited every time? Yeah, I think yeah, that's I actually maybe is it. maybe every but... time he they he just cash and checks from them using that Halloween theme. Jesus. That... <laughs> right? Probably. Probably. I mean, I, I, yeah. Oh, here's one. Uh, well, Halloween think theme. About it. Every single Halloween movie. Halloween yeah. theme. All of the Halloween movies. Yeah. For sure. And then now I, I'm sure there's some side things like TV shows at bottom. Like oh, oh, Assault on Precinct 13 main theme. Switching yeah, it up. Which that's good too. Yeah. A lot of, I've good, seen a lot of Halloween themes though, for sure. Good, that's a good one. <laughs> but. Hey, real quick, we should. Um, be, because I pro- I won't remember to cover this next time. We we should cover uh, quarantine bits real quick. Um, because yeah. I watched some Looney Tunes Ooh. recently. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the new Looney Tunes? No, no, ones? I watched the old ones. Have to watch uh, old. And I just put I it on. The remake where they go back to the roots. It's pretty solid. Is it? 
I just watched a few. As fun as it can be, it's really entertaining throughout. Okay, yeah. Let me tell you, I just only watched a few, but there was one in particular where I was like, man, this could be one of the best ones because I remembered it when I was a kid. It was the one where Bugs was playing baseball. Mm -hmm. And, well, I guess they were playing baseball inside the stadium, and he was like just outside the stadium or something trying to sleep in his hole, and they were making a bunch of racket. (laughs) So he came out and just decided to play baseball with the team that's losing. And he brings them all the way back. But it just brought all the bugs, tropes, and everything. It was like eight minutes long. But I was like, I was just, you know, like I w- it sucked me in like eight minutes. The jokes were funny. Bugs was doing his funny humor. Mm-hmm. He was like saying something like, I'll, per- I'll perplex him with my slow ball. So he throws a slow ball and strikes <laughs> out three dudes in a row. One, two, three, strikes her out. One, two, three, strikes her out. As it's going by, three different dudes. I was like, wow, he just struck, struck out three dudes with one ball. That's amazing. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. And then he did the whole, like, <clears throat> the one of the bad guys, like, you know, punched out the umpire and then put the umpire's uniform on. And Bugs came around and slid into home. And he's like, you're out. And Bugs was like, I'm safe. So he did the whole, you're out, you're safe, you're out, I'm safe. Safe out, mm-hmm. safe out, and then Bugs did the old switcheroo. Out, safe out. I said you're out, or I said you're safe, and you're safe. Okay, Doc, whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, wow, they pulled up that old chestnut too. So yeah. I was like, wow, what a perfect episode. And then of course at the end they hit this home run, and Bugs takes the taxi to go catch the ball that was hit out of the stadium. <laughs> so he's sitting in the taxi reading the paper, and he gets up to the Empire State Building, and he catches it, and the guy's out and stuff. So. Yeah. But anyway, Dude, it was I, it was I just one of those classic those ones. Episodes not long ago, when I got HBO Max, yeah, and they are like surprisingly humorous, bro. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is like, I mean, you know, that not all the jokes land, but enough of them land yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah, I was just surprised at how clever it was, and the animation was cool, and so it, it made me wonder, like, how how like often they came out and stuff like that. I I just wonder the. Because it was like a season of these episodes. I know way back they used to release them in the movie theaters in front of movies. But as far as these ones, I I don't know how they came out. I just know their money. Dude, they should do that more. Yeah. yeah. Like just before a movie instead of a trailer. It's a cool way to to present a a story like an eight-minute you know cartoon and some of them are hilarious and some of them are more artistic like i just had it on the background dude one time we were at a movie theater and this was right before regular show released premiered and there was a regular show thing um yeah with the ringtone yeah and we were like done (laughs) dude that that was hilarious in the theater yeah that was good yeah that was pretty for sure yeah, but they should um, do that more often. Which, speaking of old cartoons, watching them, they hold up. Regular show holds up, bro. Trust. Well, regular show only gets funnier as you get older. Yeah, older. for sure. <laughs> I haven't dude. seen that in a while. I need to watch that again. And I know, I know, I was always kind of like the Rigby of, you know, but I definitely see it for sure <laughs> nowadays. Now. <laughs> Uh, super lazy <laughs> in every possible way. Trying uh, when it comes to any sort of work, trying to do the minimal amount of work possible and just get done with it and play video yeah. games. You were the epitome of Ricky, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> rock paper scissors. I click clap you. That doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. Well, everyone lost some rock paper scissors in that episode. So. True. There you have it. Well said. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But, yeah. 
I'm sure that's going to do it for this episode. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening, for coming out. Uh, thanks, Blue Milk, for coming out. Yep. <laughs> and uh, follow Blue Milk at? At Blue Milk 230 on Twitter. Um, follow me on Twitter at Pasty Mamba. Follow the podcast on Twitter at HCPod. Don't forget to answer that question uh, that I asked earlier uh, that I don't remember now. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'm sure you got it written down, all your answers. So <laughs> just shoot just shoot it out there. We got you. Um, That's right. Go follow my uh, YouTube channel at Pasty Mamba. Go follow my Twitch channel at PastyMamba09. I will have all those links in the description. Um, but I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for coming out and uh, catch you in the next one. Deuces.